Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. This is the Cannon Cast, a weekly podcast from the Cannon, an SB Nation blog about the Columbus Blue Jackets. Tonight, we are joined by Eric Seats and Rachel Beals. What's up, guys? Good evening. How are you guys? Doing well. Howdy. So I, I actually wrote out both of your last names this time, because remember last time I, I combined it? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I, I, I would have probably done that again. But yeah, so anyway... Uh, yeah, I'm good though. I'm back in my apartment after a two week hiatus, so I'm good on my end. How about you guys? You're all you're all good. Two weeks right now is like two months. Like I just feel like time is a flat circle, and it's just everything is happening so fast. It and is so slow. right, exactly. Yeah, time time has lost all meaning. Um, I woke up like last Tuesday thinking it was Saturday. <laughs> um, I don't I don't have any concept of time, uh, but I'm doing okay over here. That's, you know, we uh, got Riley got Riley a plaid Christmas collar over the weekend, so that's that's about the big update in my life. Uh, Riley's getting ready for Christmas. So. There you go. Oh, her first Christmas. It is going to be her first Christmas, and she's going to get spoiled. Right? <laughs> of course, gotta be. Well, we can go ahead and get into kind of the latest news. The new reverse retro jerseys are out across the league. Uh, I've I've been I'm looking at all of the different teams that have you know unveiled their their sweaters. Basically, uh, they all came out today. We were kind of seeing you know hints over the last week or so, or kind of you know snippets of what to expect. But uh, I'll go ahead and start with you, Seeds. What are your thoughts? Uh, of course, Columbus. You know, it's red. It's got the we're going back to the old original cbj logo on the front what were your thoughts about that sweater and maybe any of the other others that you've seen so far well we'll get into the other ones in a little bit i think but as far as the blue jackets one goes uh i like it i'm planning on getting one at some point i think that uh obviously i wrote an article on the website last week that i thought the uh the red was a good idea I'm, I was very pro a red jersey. You know, it, it's a true alternate rather than just a varying shade of blue where the Columbus is like the, the current third jersey is pretty much a straight ripoff of the that one Pittsburgh Penguins winter classic jersey. And this this one's actually a little unique. It goes back to that very late 90s, early 2000s CBJ logo. Thankfully, um, 
Adidas and the team decided they were not going to, in fact, put Stinger on this <laughs> jersey in any way, shape, or form, which I think uh, worked out well. But overall, I like it. I think it, I, you know, I wasn't prepared for that much white on yeah, it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of threw me off. I, I, I think that might be the detail I like the least about right. it. It kind of looks like that third jersey in 2007, I want to say, where they had the uh, black down the sleeves with like stars all down the sleeves, if you guys remember that. Yeah, I do. Back, back when, uh, I don't remember, like, uh, I don't remember if Fedorov was on that team or... Uh, Pascal Leclerc were here around that, that <laughs> era, so that, that's, that, yeah. that, that, that's what yeah, exactly. That's what that that jersey style reminds me of. But overall, I think it was well done. Um, it's it's not in the upper tier of these reverse retro ones. I would say there are several that are I think are very clearly better looking and more well designed. But it's not uh, the worst either. There are some that absolutely suck. So. Uh, Columbus did all right, you know. They they didn't totally screw it up, and they didn't totally knock it out of the park. It's fine, and you know, hey, it's it's something different. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Rachel? We were talking a little bit earlier before we started the podcast. I just am. I don't have a whole lot of hot takes about jerseys. I just think they're cool. I mean, I just have. I just think every single one is obviously so much hour. So many hours of labor and work and design goes into creating these. So it's actually hilarious. The ones who end up being bad. Cause I'm just like, wow, so many eyes were on those and they just aren't good. But uh, let me, so for blue jackets, that's like not my favorite logo of the blue jackets. And I also am very partial towards our current third jerseys love like the color scheme and the palette and think that those are like super retro and cool. But I also respect and understand like bringing back the old, Jersey elements. I also like the abundance of red. It's sure it looks kind of capitals E, but that's, I think it's a, a cool Jersey. As far as I'm going to do a hot and not of this, I'm looking at the NHL Instagram right now. Hot uh, Arizona coyotes. Yes. Amazing. Love the cactus detail on the hem Anaheim ducks. Super cool. And then my third favorite one, Mm, I like the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think that's just clean and cool looking. Uh, not, it looks like the Minnesota Wild and Christmas had a baby and created the New <laughs> Jersey retro jerseys. Uh, don't care for those. Um, and then I don't know. I think I don't really care for the Tampa Bay one either. Um, somewhere right in the where I fall right in the middle. I don't know. How, what do you guys think about the New York Rangers one? I, I like think it's kind of cool. I like it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I like I like it. the Lady Liberty jerseys. I think those are really cool. Absolutely agree. The Arizona one rocks. I saw a tweet earlier today. I apologize. I don't remember who sent it out, but uh, Rachel, the Minnesota one. Someone uh, photoshopped the Subway logo yeah. on the fr- on the front of it, and it it, it just it worked. It worked so perfectly. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I, I, the logo is cool. I love the incorporation of obviously the wilderness and the you know what I mean, but the the yellow and green. Like I'm just like, okay, where's my chicken bacon ranch sub? You know, like <laughs> right. That makes me hungry. My Italian BMT better be uh, on its mm-hmm. way. Right. Um, I had uh, I had Subway last week. Nice. There you I haven't go. had Subway in, oh my God, I don't know how long. It was a lot, first time in a long time, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had Subway in quarantine. <laughs> I, th- I think another one that's really good, I know uh, 
Pale Dragon doesn't like it because of yeah. Stolen Valor or whatever, but I think the Colorado Avalanche one rules. Yeah. The yeah. Quebec. It's mm-hmm. so good. I love the fleur de lis on the hem. Mm-hmm. It just the, bringing back that logo, incorporating the current Avs colors. Uh, give me some, give me some blue, blue gloves with that. And man, it that that shirt that is that is a slick look. I like their color scheme, so I feel partial towards um, any of their jerseys. But you're you're right. I some teams did really cool stuff with the hems um, and the detail along there, and. Some teams like the Blue Jackets, I think, just kept it simple. But you can't make it too busy. And some and some teams like Buffalo wrote Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Him, right. and it looks it looks really bad. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, looking at so okay, so I've I've liked seeds. I've been pro red, and I've been digging that idea. But when it came out today, I kind of was feeling like eh about it. Looking at it again right now, it's like, I think it's what Seed said about the white around the arms and shoulders. Maybe that's what it is for me too. Maybe if it was blue, it'd be better. I don't know. I'm okay with it. It's not my favorite. I'm not going to buy it, but maybe it'll grow on me more. Uh, But yeah, as far as the other ones, I agree about Colorado. I really like that one. Uh, I think Buffalo would have been better had they not put the word Buffalo on the bottom. Uh, but yeah, I also like the Coyotes. I actually like the Bruins. Now the meth bear on the, the shoulder is kind of <laughs> weird, but I like the I like the, the yellow and the pinwheel. It looks just you know simple classic. I, I mean, I know it's what they've always done basically, but that looks okay. But uh, I do like the Kings. That one's really awesome. Yeah, Minnesota's is weird. It looks like Subway, like you guys had said. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Kings because I am I am generally pro purple so mm. my, my, high, my yeah. high school colors were purple and white so i'm just predisposed to like purple so yeah and you know it's funny uh so i'm looking at the golden knights and it's okay uh it's interesting i do i really do like the caps and i hate saying that but i, I like the caps sweater i'm looking at the jets right next to it i don't know I don't, i'm not really digging the the gray but overall that's kind of a sweet logo i i like dallas's gray or I guess it's white, maybe, but they're... Oh, they're yeah. Cool. I know this isn't... Yeah, I know this one's different. I like the one that Dallas came out with, that neon one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that the, was... The, so bla- cool. the black and yeah. neon is yeah. so good. I actually also, do like the current white one, though. That one looks pretty cool, too, though, with the white. That 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 black... that The the logo on the Stars black jersey, that Texas with the star in it, that should be, like, their primary logo. That. That logo. Oh yeah, that yeah. logo makes I like the diagonal of the hem on the ret- reverse retros that matches the diagonal of the star. Like, I th- just think that's a cool little element. Their design elements are very subtle, but like catchy and cool. Yeah, with the stars. Yeah, I don't like the new block D, like the one that they use normally now. I like the old, the old logo and like the way the retro kind of looks, but. Yeah, as far as the Blue Jackets, though, uh, I mean, I don't know. I thought that I know the the original CB logo isn't like the greatest, but I kind of liked it in a way. But at the same time, looking at it now, I'm just like, eh, I just feel I don't know what the word is. I feel like it's lacking or maybe it's just not white or maybe it'll grow on me more, but it's OK. I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on getting one, but I'm waiting to see. First of all, I guess I'm waiting to see how long Pierre-Luc Dubois signs for to see if I should get his. Otherwise, I'll just yeah. end up with another Zach Warinsky one. So, uh, dear Blue Jackets, if you want to make dollars <laughs> from me, uh, sign yeah. PLD soon. Um, guys, I think 
I, I think I have reached a decision. I have never, you know, I can't wear, when I work, I can't wear jerseys to the games. So right. I've never bought one. But I, and I really, really struggled because I'm like, oh my God, there are so many. I think I have come to a conclusion whose jersey I'm going to buy first. Would anybody like to guess? And it's not PLD. Uh, um, hold on. Oh yeah, Gavrikov, right? Yes. Oh my God. How did you get that on the yeah. first guess? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just thinking about like an art. I think you did like an article recently, or I know you like Gavrikov. I know yes, you've talked I about do. that and it just he's, finally stuck out. He's my favorite player to photograph. He has the best facial expressions. And then with him just in, I, in the cell phone, Sally. Yes. The cell yeah. phone, Sally. I love his accent. I love, I I could seriously go on. You should go back and anyone who hasn't and is listening, read the article that I wrote about him. Cause I pretty much profess all the reasons that I love him in that article. But now that I know he's going to be around for a little bit longer, I really enjoy him. So I think that's where I, maybe I'll ask for that for Christmas. That's a good idea. My dad just asked me for ideas today. The last thing I was going to say about other teams' jerseys is just one that we have not criticized enough yet, and I believe it is due some criticism, is the St. Louis Blues. What the hell is going on there? It looks like when I was in pre- preschool learning the primary oh, colors, yeah. like that's yeah. that they use. I don't really care for that. Everyone was giving the Blue Jackets grief about <laughs> being the Blue Jackets. I'm like, well, they're literally the Blues, and their jersey's red. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah I would agree. It looks terrible. I don't like mm, the true. like like the I, if you wanted to go with the red, that's fine. The yellow collar, I think, is what makes this extra terrible. The weird striping mm, on the bottom that yeah. you, like you can kind of see, but not really, and it's also on the sleeves just sucks. the The patch on the shoulders with the horn is cool. That, but like, it's just the I just do not like this blues jersey at all it's like it's like it, it wants to be primarily red but the strike the piping is, is all weird i don't like the big angle with the lar- large swath of just weird blue down there it's like make, make a decision here mm-hmm. yeah so somebody on twitter wanted to see the blue jackets jersey that, that dropped in red they wanted to see it in blue so i photo i did like a cheap photoshop version of what it would look like in blue did you guys see that yeah i saw it Oh, so I put it in our... I, I'm going to actually show it in the article in notes tomorrow or today, rather, when people see it. But um, yeah, for tomorrow. But uh, I actually put it in our Slack and it's on Twitter too. But uh, basically, just imagine what you see in the red, but instead blue and then red kind of where the blue is. But um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if I would like it better or not. I don't know. Looking at it, it's kind of growing on me, I guess. And I think once we see it, if they're on the when they're on the ice playing in it, I probably won't care as long as they're winning, basically. Right. Isn't that how it goes? That's why I'm like, yeah. man, we can all sit around here and talk jerseys all we want. But I, yeah. I'm looking at your, you're right. You're right. This is a, an interesting Photoshop, but it is it certainly gets the point across like what the color scheme could be. And I almost prefer this. And here's let me tell you why. Because the CBJ logo is already internally red. I like it better on a navy blue background as opposed to all red. Like I think that, and then the, with the red swath at the bottom makes like there is, there's enough red and it's a departure from their previous, you know, third jerseys, but yeah. Okay. That's all. <laughs> it looks good. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. 
With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Seed, so you had this topic, and I thought this was pretty interesting. According to Rick Westhead, he had a tweet today, and he is part of the sports network with TSN. He had a tweet today saying that the Edmonton Oilers are being sued by a Dallas hotel after allegedly bouncing a $28,000 check following a team stay in December. The hotel says that the Oilers owe a further $27,000 for a team stay in March. An official for the Oilers says that the club is, quote, working cooperatively, in quote, to resolve the dispute. Seeds, what do you make of this? So my initial thought was LOL Edmonton, because it just speaks to a mockery of that franchise. But uh, this was originally brought to my attention by uh, Tom Hunter, uh, an SB Nation colleague of ours over at Mile High Hockey. And he brought this to my attention in, in the following respect. Could you imagine, could you guys imagine for a moment if like Arizona had bounced a check in in Edmonton, let's say. Could you imagine how the Canadian media would be like going berserk about how they don't deserve a team, you know, there's a franchise, their franchise is a laughing stock, blah, blah, blah. And it just like kind of like highlighted to me yet again that like all these hockey teams are going through financial hardship, but like this happened in December. This allegedly happened in December. Like, what in the world is Edmonton doing? And also, like, First of all, what is Edmonton doing? Second of all, it's hilarious that an NHL team is bouncing checks and it's not Eugene Melnick's hockey team up in Ottawa. So I thought about it initially for the lulls of like, oh, Edmonton's screwing up again and poor Connor McDavid probably hates it up there. But then it's, but then like, like I said, I was just kind of thinking about this from like a Canadian media would be looking down so hard on teams if this was like Arizona or Dallas or Tampa or Florida who had made this mistake because they're not traditional hockey markets and traditional hockey markets are just as able and sometimes even more so to screw up than the hockey markets in just, you know Nashville or Columbus or Dallas are. So uh, maybe we should stop being so hard on non-traditional markets and like just take it easy and try and grow the game as best we can wherever we can. I saw that the the resolution to this that they they are amicably figuring it out. I mean, I assume that that just means that they're getting paid. Like, is, does anyone know? 
No, I don't. I don't know, but I would assume that like our amicable solution is you pay us for staying here. Thinking about about how I mean, obviously, yes, hockey, all sports have been hit by the pandemic, but maybe more, no industry more so than the hotel and travel industry has been hit this year. So it's just like, man, nobody's doing anybody any favors <laughs> right now. Like that's a that's a big chunk of change and I'm sure that the hotel, you know, I'm sure those people's hockey teams stay in comfort when they stay at those hotels. So I'd be chasing that $28,000 check too. Yeah, and I assume yeah, and the, and like you said hotels are one of the industries probably hit the hardest in all of this because there's no travel. It's like like if I if I had to think off the top of my head, they'd be top two along with probably what movie theaters. Yeah, I, I don't know. I listen to a lot of movie theater podcasts and. Yeah, but definitely an industry that's been directly impacted. Sorry, plug your plug your podcast. Oh no, I don't plug. I was just going to plug the Ringer Podcast Network because that's what I listen to all the time. But you know, but like you said, yeah, it's just you know hotels directly impacted by no one traveling. Travel is highly suggested against. I don't know how well people are listening to that given the explosion of COVID cases around the country. But I, I wish Canadian. Basically, I wish Canadian media would be less harsh on some of the teams when they have, you know, a single mistake. The Florida Panthers didn't sell out a game. Okay. But you know, they're not bouncing checks to hotels they're staying in. Like apparently the Edmonton Oilers are, it's, it's just, it's frustrating, you know, see the, I don't super enjoy the hypocrisy in the Canadian media when it comes to hockey. It, it really is. It really is a thing I don't enjoy. So Look to your look to your own local areas before you criticize well, and, what other teams yeah. are doing. I guess. Well, I was going to say problem pro- problems that affect everyone in the league. I mean, what what team is just you know I don't know in the middle of the season like in March or whenever this happened in February like regularly selling out every single game. I mean, if you're going to take a look at quote unquote non traditional markets around the league. Look I at Tampa Bay. That you have more of those than not. I mean what yeah. And to me, I understand Eric from a you know Canadian media perspective that Canada is where the traditional hockey market lies, but I just don't think that's the case anymore. Not in twenty twenty, right. not when there are clearly markets everywhere. Tampa's won two Stanley Cups and Canada can't, hasn't had a team in the Stanley Cup final since like ninety three. At least we can laugh at Toronto for, you know, getting the best players, Tavares, and, you know, still losing in the first round uh, in the play and around the Columbus and losing to uh, the emergency backup goalie for Carolina. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is, you know, one of the best teams in hockey, obviously, defending champs. They're not in a quote unquote traditional hockey market, but if they can have success and they're, you know, the media. As long as, as as long as your team is winning, no matter who you are, they're going to get that love eventually, and, and that just shows, you know, whether it's Arizona or yeah, Vegas gets love all the time, and we know they're not a traditional hockey market. So if you're winning, that's all that matters in the end. I don't know. I saw I saw the NHL fan poll today that said uh, Austin Matthews is a worse uh, center than Kevin Hayes <laughs> is. So you know, clearly non traditional markets can't raise top ten, top five centers in the NHL because apparently <laughs> Kevin Hayes. Is- Better than Austin Matthews, so yeah. Well, we know also how Toronto is. They're talking about a team that hasn't won in what they forty years or whatever. Toronto hasn't won since the NHL expanded beyond six teams. <laughs> Toronto. 
This is a niche Toronto Maple Leafs reference. Have either of you ever seen The Love Guru, the movie with Mike Myers and I don't know who else is in it. It is so bad, but yes, I have seen it. It, Okay, so this is embarrassing. It's like one of my family's favorite movies. We watch it every holiday season. It's literally a holiday movie for us. Like, I'll probably watch it next week. Yeah, (laughs) but that's the last time the Maple Leafs have won was in the fictional Mike Myers hockey universe. (laughs) (laughs) Also, um, shout out to the horrible movie. Anybody listening to this, please don't watch it. It's so bad. But my my brothers, like it is like a cult cult classic within my family. Have like we all just like reference it all the time without even. Yeah, it's ugh, so funny. But thank you, Will, for reminding me that Toronto lost to Carolina's backup goalie. That was that was an amazing part <laughs> of this last year. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. E-bug. Do you guys remember when that happened? Uh, yeah. Nine oh, man. That also was... nine years ago. I know. Yeah. Yeah, right. I about before to say that was before hell happened. <laughs> so I, I wanted to touch on this one topic real fast. So, of course, Brandon Dubinsky. So according to Brian Hedger, uh, Dubinsky is not expected, at least at this time, to be placed on the long term injured reserve. So, uh, Rachel, I'll start with you. Any thoughts? Um you know, I saw some comments in the on the tweet, you know, kind of like, uh, we've got an internal cap, even if Yarmo won't admit it or won't confirm it. So it's just like, you know, any thoughts there? I This is all news to me. You telling me right now, this is news. Um, uh, I personally have forgotten that he exists, <laughs> except for when I see that that jewelry commercial that he's in that plays yeah. at the games experience Myers jewelers, yes. Rachel. Yeah, right. I know. I guess I have to, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't feel any type of way about it. I'm ready to just close that book and move on to bigger and younger things. I, I don't know yeah. him personally. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what value he could possibly bring. Well, he's done. A, a, he's done. Right. Right. Good right. guy, so, but yeah. it's it's over. I mean, and he knows it. They all know. Everybody knows it. I mean, it, it is what it is, unfortunately. Yeah. No, I've kind of forgotten about him. That's my thought. Sorry if that's harsh. No, you're not wrong because I have mostly forgotten about him as well. I guess my takeaway on it was because I'd, I'd heard some rumors that they might consider like Michael Granlund or Mike Hoffman. And given the need to re-sign Pierre-Luc Dubois, again, sign him if you want me to buy a jersey. But given the need to sign PLD and then the cap situation after that, we're just this. This is the team we're going into the season with next year. Um, we might as well close the books on free agency twenty twenty. Plus, Nyquist is out. Yeah, yeah. Gus is Gus is going to go on IR for for his injury, and that really sucks. So I guess we. But yeah, that yeah, that was basically my takeaway. Is we're done with free agency. This is this is the team we got, and I've. So I guess I fully expect Liam Foodie to be up to start the season. So let's go. Well, I'm I'm good with seeing the young kids play if they actually get ice time. I'm 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 good to see that. See, so don't want to see Nick Felino lead the team in a time on ice again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Unless it's like a seven nothing game one way or the other. Well, no. Even if that was the case, I'd still want to see the young players at least in a blowout loss. If they're winning seven nothing, fine. But you know what I mean. I guess if you had to rank the overall like all the Blue Jackets, you know, like jerseys and stuff, what would you guys? Uh, if you can remember all of them, what would you rank first? I guess it's pretty limited. I, w- I was looking at it. I mean, it's basically like seeds mentioned that third, the black, the first third Jersey, the current third Jersey, the current home ones. And basically the original, I believe with stinger. I, I like, uh, I like the current ones. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I can, I can, I can get a ranking here. Give me 
Yeah. Okay. I got a. I can get a ranking for you. Bring back Boomer. Bring back Boomer. He be- he belongs on a jersey. <laughs> okay. Can we just talk about the Halloween video where they had Boomer? Because that was that was awesome. That was I amazing that. content. Well done, yeah, Blue Jackets yeah. social media team. But yeah, as far as ranking the jerseys go, I think the current away jersey is the best jersey they have. The white oh, with yeah. the blue logo that kicks ass. the The second jersey I would rank, I would say the home, uh, the current homes, current home jersey ranked third. I'd probably go with. Okay, so so here's here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, ranked third, I'm going to go with the alternates that I mentioned that have the black down the sleeves. Uh, and in a generic tie for last, it's going to be anything with Stinger and the current third jerseys. I like the current third jerseys. I don't. I, I, my, my thoughts on this are very, very well known. Um, as anyone can tell from <laughs> very any, well documented, <laughs> very well documented on the site where when I write articles about the third jersey and I get 180 comments of people saying I'm a bad person. Shout, shout out uh, Canon commenter Amelia Wright, who uh, replied when I quote tweeted that I wanted to buy one of the third jerseys today. And she replied to me that uh, how are my jersey oh, yeah, takes that. always I so that. perfectly wrong. So uh, shout out. Yeah, I was, I was kind of sliding on, on their side, but I don't know. I'm kind of I'm, I'm all right with it. It's not my favorite, but it's OK. I don't know. It's not like horrible. I know it's not a I know it's not a ringing endorsement to be like, eh, it's not horrible, but that's kind of how I feel. Like it's okay. It's okay. Better than anything that had Stinger on it, so we've got that going. I don't think you're a bad person. That's totally fine. I agree with the rest of your rankings. Um I would just put the third jerseys higher. That's all. My final take on the on the new jersey is uh it is basically the jersey equivalent of having Jared Goff start a quarterback for you. It is fine, but if you want to get to where you're get to the promised land where you want all the best things uh it's probably not the one to get you there well he got to a super bowl so i mean that might be okay um <laughs> uh, aaron donald was on that uh, on that football team so okay and they were playing new england but maybe if they're playing any other team of that year maybe they maybe they win you'll take it if they do <laughs> yeah i mean based on like the really horrible ones that i'm glad is not us like i do feel good about just being like i'll accept it like i'll allow it i feel that well that's gonna do it for us this week we will be back next week and be sure to check out jacketscanon.com as we will be continuing to reveal our jackets 20 going over the top blue jackets over their franchise history so far so far we've done rick nash jody shelley and you know, we'll be continuing to unveil not just the best players, but a lot of the players that really left their mark one way or another on the team. So be sure to check those out and we will see you all next week. Subscribe to the Canon Cast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you can catch every episode. Leave us a review and a rating. And as always, we welcome your thoughts and feedback. Go to jacketscanon.com for more Blue Jackets coverage from us and follow us on Twitter at CBJCanon. Our theme music is the song Green Eyes by Angela Pearlie and the Howlin' Moons. Check out AngelaPearlie.com for more music and show dates.